So, Mrs. Friedman, welcome to. I was just invited. I'm the interviewer. Sorry about that. We would like you to give us some pointers, please. And we're going to go through the ABC. Today is A Day. So, can you give us some pointers about dyslexia using the letter A? No, not the sound A, the letter A. Off the top of your mind, using the letter A. And let's take a random word over here coming straight from my head. Here we go. Anchor. Ooh, look at that. Anchor. Using the word anchor and the letter A, I want you to tell us something new about dyslexia, please. Thanks for the question. So we're going to now connect dyslexia with the word anchor. When I think of an anchor, I think of a sort of something that you could hold on to that's stabilizing you. So in terms of dyslexia, what is stabilizing a child with dyslexia when they know there's something different about them? What I would say is the most, the deepest stabilization for a child like that is knowing that they're okay, knowing that they're normal, and understanding themselves, meaning they understand what they're good at and they understand that the fact that reading is not going well with them does not have to do with their brilliance, but has to do with the dynamics and the interchangeability of the the ways the synapse work in their brain and how they react to words. Words is not are not language. And again, language for them is way up there. Their ability to understand concepts is way up there. So if they would understand Magnificent way of connecting anchor. Now we're going to connect, we're going to give you an animal with the A sound. Okay, we have an animal ape. Can you please connect ape to dyslexia? Thank you for the question. Regarding that word that you gave us, um, ape, yes, I would like to discuss how apes can be connected to the concept of dyslexia. You know, when I think of apes, the first thing I think about is what I read in a recent book about how they use tools, you know, how the discovery of the fact that certain kinds of apes like chimpanzees can use tools show us, you know, that they are a higher form of animals. Um, so what I would talk about is tools. Here we go. Tools is totally our thing in terms of dyslexia. So when a child with dyslexia receives strategies to change the way they understand, that will sort of make everything okay because they'll know what they're going to do in a situation. So when they're sitting in that classroom and they're about to read that multisyllable word, if they really have a strategy that has been practiced and used and has been successful, they may be able to pull it out in that stressful situation. However, it will take all kinds of ways of understanding and approaching it to make it come out the way that they want it in a way that they can use it. They will have to have confidence in themselves and feel very brave about it. And that will happen through the right instructor in the right setting, talking to them in the truth, in a way that they feel is truthful and in a way they could trust. And then that strategy and tool will be able to actually be implemented in the classroom. Wow, wow, look at that. Wow, that ape is more deep than we thought he was. Deeper than we thought he was, if you want to be grammatically, grammatically, grammatically correct. correct. Okay, so we have it. We had a noun, we had a animal, an animal, now we have an adjective. Let's try the first word that comes to my mind alt. You know the alt key on the keyboard? I know, I'm getting hard here. Let's see what Mr. Cameron can say to that one. So now you're asking me how to connect the 
name the word, the sound alt, like the alt on the keyboard with the concept of the dyslexia? Thank you for that question. What I would say is, you know, alt always needs to be pushed down. Ooh, pushed down. I like that one. Pushed down is also nice. Pushed down with another key. So we could do this in two different ways. Let's do the pushed down one. So it always needs to be pushed down for it to work and held down. Ooh, held down. There we go. So with the concept of a dyslexia, what goes on is that when you learn a sound in a certain way, how is it held down in its uniqueness? How is it held down? So what we do is we stretch it. We stretch out sounds at times to understand their the how the mouth moves and how they work. And when we stretch out the sounds and hold them down for a while and let them be and discover them with a stretchy snake or anything stretchy that can show the nature of the sound, then it changes its meaning and becomes important and unique to the child who is processing it and learning it. That's how it's connected with anchor. On to our last one. So far we had the animal, the ape. We had alt for the keyboard. Wow. I mean, I shouldn't use the word wow again. Let's use sort of um, unique and kind of brilliant, gentle, stark, stark. I like that word, stark. That was a stark one. So we had ape and we had the word alt. And we had the word anchor, and now we just need a verb. Let's try the word, let me think what comes to my mind for a verb. Um, how about, the first word that's coming to my mind, I'm sorry to tell you, is ask. I know that's kind of boring, but here we go, ask. And now finally, you're asking me to connect the word ask with dyslexia. You know, although that's not very deep, that is a very promising word. The word ask, ask, wow. First of all, it's just a strange word. Do we have any rhymes with ask? Task, bask, last, class, grasp, bask. Not too many. It's like a hard word to say ask. It has a funny kind of blend that you might not teach more like as a trick word. But in terms of ask, yeah, it's kind of tricky. For a dyslexia, um, for a child with dyslexia to ask or for you to tell, you need to have the right tools. When a child asks what a word is, the best way to teach them how to ask is instead to ask you, what does the sound say? For example, if they're trying to read the word ask and they say, what does this say? I don't know this word, which is what they'll say because that's how they look at words as words that they know and don't know when they first start. So you might say to them, which part of the word do you not know? Can you ask me about a sound and I'll tell you about that sound? Or can you ask me about how cut would sound together? Or can you ask me for a rhyme or ask me, tell me you're not sure what that A says. You can't get your mouth ready to say that. So that is how you would connect again that ask, which is the most important component of how a child needs to ask for a sound help when they're reading. Thank you all for listening to this anchor. And I hope this will be an anchor for you to change the world because a child is a world. And when language doesn't connect to reading the way it used to be and the osmosis doesn't happen like everything else in life, then you can change it by understanding it. And so please pass this on to your friends and feel free to enter my Patreon page where you'll discover magic secrets and be able to connect with me in a meaningful way as well. 
as get some money. If you wish, no pressure. Again, if you think anyone can benefit from this, please let me know so I can connect with them. This is a privilege that I am sharing as I write my book. And please feel free to connect with questions or like to show me that you appreciated some of the information here so I know what works for those guys and gals who are listening to our show. Thank you. Have a good one, guys.